previously on fantasy that oh wait were we supposed to be getting an apple yes i am bella i'm going to attempt to shock him oh my gosh did we just kill bellic i guess we can just take the apple and go now right we still haven't seen the merchant's children prince here's your apple awesome human figures stand near the tree you're attacking uh Charwin. And she just crumbles to the ground looking super dead. Can I, can I, can I do that non-lethally? <laughs> no! <laughs> well, I'm gonna, you know, set it on fire. The tree seems fairly dead now. There's also a giant tree frog. Okay. Is it a malicious tree frog? Yeah, I want the frog. What? Can we please just hurry back to my mom? And now, for Fantasy That. Pathfinder Podcast. So uh, when we last left off, you guys had just killed Bellic pretty much, right? And then uh, Violet retrieved uh, Croaky, the tree frog. Yeah, and um, I took Bullock's Bellic's skull and melted all the flesh off of it. Oh, right. <laughs> I erased that from my memory somehow. Um, so. But I, yeah, that did happen. Okay, so uh, you guys go back through all of the, um, the arboretums or whatever it is that's uh, down here, all the pockets of... Um, greenery that the bugbears had been tended and you uh climb back up the rope into the uh the king's room he seems sort of surprised to see you um i, I take out the skull <laughs> oh shit um, um he he looks at it and then i like gesture for elsmir to tell the cleric about Bellic. yes what was her name again grinnell um yeah grinnell all right so i i tell I'm, I'm speaking to Grenell. We we defeated Bellic, and the tree is no more. You cut down the tree? Yes, it was enslaving people. Well, it wasn't enslaving people before Bellic. You could have left the tree since you killed Bellic. It was an evil tree. We could not allow an object of such evil to continue to exist when other people might use it for their own dark motivations. We were using it for money, though. You it did not inform us tree. of this. It said it was an evil tree. Well, yes. it wasn't being particularly evil before Bellic showed up. We've been selling those apples for ages. What was up with Bellic? Why was he doing that? He just showed up down there, and I don't know. He he didn't tell us much. He seemed to um, honestly be a little pretentious. Well, clearly, you're not very adept at preventing people from using it for evil. That's true. I'm well, translating he's, all he's, this. <laughs> he snuck in there. It was only yeah, one you might, person. Kind of, you might have, uh, yeah, you you could tone Valeria down a little bit there. Yes, <laughs> I, I I am doing the uh the diplomatic translator thing where I'm like, my companion thinks maybe you could have done a better job at X. <laughs> well, we did our best. It was only one man. I know. <laughs> what happens? One man in sixty years. It's not a bad bad rate. I point at the um king. And okay. I say I need the signet ring. Um, Grenell says this uh, to the king in Goblin. 
Uh, and the king laughs and uh, shakes his head. I take out the emerald ring that we found, and I mm-hmm. gesture to trade. Okay, uh, roll a diplomacy check. Yeah. All right, and I am aiding because I am uh, flattering the king as I describe why and how Violet wants to trade. I'm making faces like, what, sh- what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, I got like 27. Okay. Yeah, um, Dern sort of says something to Grenel, and Grenel goes over there and peers at the ring and says some things to the king. Um, and it doesn't take very long for uh, Dern to nod, and he swaps the rings. Great. So I have both of those signet rings. Okay, I like Wave. Okay. Um, Grenel says, uh, yes, please leave. Okay. I don't know. I like wag my nose at them. <laughs> How? How does that work? You know, you thumb your nose, you put your thumb on your nose and you, like, wave your fingers. Okay, they just stare at you, confused. Okay. I'm very sick. We, we, we best be leaving, Violet. We need to tend to you and we don't need any more antagonism to deal with. Okay, uh, as you guys exit back into the room where all the uh, goblins had their sort of living area, one of them squares their shoulders mostly you guys killed most of the uh combative goblins Mm -hmm. um and the ones in here now sort of stop their living activities as you re-enter and cower away from you looking afraid but one of them squares their shoulders and walks up to you uh you think it's a goblin at first anyway uh he's dressed like a goblin and he looks a lot like a goblin but once he gets sort of um within like 15 feet of you guys you realize because he has, like, just a lot of hair and his ears are smaller than goblin ears, uh, that he's actually a gnome who's uh, dressed up in goblin clothes. Uh, He, like the goblin, seems pretty freaked out, uh, but he's, you know, kind of puffing himself up, and he says, um, people are saying that you've killed Belek and cut down the Golthias tree. Uh, Is that true? We burned it down. We did, yeah. Yeah, It is completely (laughs) destroyed. It has no more power over anyone. Well, the thing is, I've been living in this community for for like 60 years. It's criminally understudied goblin culture. And they've been selling that apple uh, for, for ages. It's the chief source of outside income in the community. Um, the trade route that passes by the Sunless Citadel is dried up ages ago. And, you know, the goblins, they still need to get uh, they, they can't live off meat alone. You know, they still buy corn and stuff from from the community. They still need vegetables or they'd all get scurvy um how, how much do the how much do they even sell the apple for i heard it didn't go for much a hundred gold pieces for food is ends up being a lot especially for for smaller races like like goblins so you're saying we destroyed their economy you're yeah that is what i'm saying is you really destroyed the economy down here you're gonna really send ripples through the community i well, think it's just built on slavery <laughs> what <laughs> The goblin economy? Yes, the only reason they were able to get those apples was because someone was living in their midst enslaving people to the tree. Well, the tree was fine before Ballot came down here. I don't think... Um, people the, did not the, make that very clear to us. They just said, ooh, mysterious Bellic. We think you're going to die. And then everybody's like, oh, the tree was okay. We and asked for all not- possible information. There's no way we could have known. 
Well, I'm telling you now. Uh, I'd okay. let you guys go through because um, fighting with adventurers is kind of a standard part of goblin culture. And, um, you know, I didn't want to get in the way of sort of standard goblin activities like fighting adventurers and getting Are killed by adventurers. Academic? Uh, I am a uh, goblin cultural anthropologist, yes. What's your name? Uh, Bo Tindertoes. And how is it that you came to live among them? How Every time we approached them in peace, they immediately attacked us. How did you survive? Uh, well, I speak goblin. Uh, that's an important first step. That's yeah. very true. We've been thinking about that a ton. <laughs> uh, I'm also I'm also small, and uh, I have green skin, uh, so I look a little like a goblin, so I'm less spooky to them. Um, and I'm just uh, very, I, I know how to talk to goblins. I came with some goal and presence, and I said that I wouldn't, um, that I'd just be a helpful member of the community, and that I, you know, I know how to do cool paintings and stuff, and so I joined the cool painting crew. And um, I've just been living here for 60 years. Maybe um, maybe they should leave this area. Leave this this home that they've had for, for ages? I mean, if their only source of income just got burned down. Well, yeah, that's true. Where else are they going to go, though? They, the world out, out there is pretty hostile to goblins. Well, we, we happen to have some pull with nobility. Can we get you another location? What I, what I want is this. I know that you guys... Um, you cut down the Gulfias tree, and that's kind of it for that. Um, what I want you guys to do is to give a hundred gold pieces to Dern uh, right now, and then I want the monarchy to pledge one hundred gold pieces to the goblin community per year for the next ten years, and then fifty gold pieces per year after that for the next ten years. Um, we can do the second part. Well, all right. How soon do you think that money's going to come in? Um, I don't know. Um, Apple Jackson, you know the prince pretty well. How soon would that money come in? Apple Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> it's our, uh, our our young our young companion here. Oh, <laughs> well, I heard you guys calling him Prince. So I, and also he looks like uh, the prince. Well, those so. are those are both fair mm-hmm. comparisons. So just kidding, Prince. How do you think we can make this? Deal? <laughs> <laughs> um. I well, uh, he kind of looks over to you guys. He says, uh, "You you really want to pay money to a bunch of? Go- I mean, I know that we kind of did ruin their economy, but they are evil. You just want to give them." I money don't every- know about giving them money. Can you give them like a lo- relocation to some place that's more plentiful? Yeah, I I, got- I don't think they deserve any money. They may not have been enslaving people personally, but they definitely didn't care about it. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I mean the goblins. They uh. You know, I relocate them. Goblin economies are usually based on raiding. I oh. don't. I mean, they the, this community was, I guess, selling the apple from that evil, scary tree. But if I put them somewhere else, they might just attack trade caravans or something. And I don't really know if I want that to happen. Yeah. So if we relocate them, we're introducing a new source of crime in whatever area we put them in. Um, but at the same time, we don't wish their young harm. Well, I, I, Valeria, do not care about goblins, and I vote that this doesn't, this is not important to me. Okay. All right. All right. Um, we've got one vote for this is not important. Um, Tinder Toes, is this like a, a historically significant go- goblin? Like, are there other ones in the country? Are there other goblins in the yeah, country? Like other on, goblin like, civilizations. Goblin enclaves. Oh, well, there's goblin enclaves. 
everywhere. But this one was kind of special because they've been living here for, first of all, so long. Lots of times goblin communities aren't very static because they don't find a good place to hold up where other people don't disturb them. Uh, and also, it's one of the only goblin communities that wasn't uh, constantly being killed in their raiding activities because they had this source of income. So lots of interesting things have been happening here. I've studied, um, you know, before I came here to the Sunless Citadel, I was studying a different goblin enclave. Um, and the, the cultural activities that they had going on there were totally different than these guys. You may have noticed that they uh, have cool paintings that they put on all of their armor. Like no other goblin encampment that I've ever seen has ever done this cool armor painting thing. It's, uh, you know, new cultural developments that are happening because of their economic stability. And it's really cool. And I want to keep studying it. Are there any legal ways for goblins to make money, Tinder Toes? Well, I mean, te- goblins could do a lot of jobs if anyone would hire them for jobs mm-hmm. and if the goblins would do the jobs. But both so... prospects are a little bit fuzzy. What about all the other the other things Bellic was doing down below? He was growing all different kinds of plants. Surely they could profit off of that somewhat. They can continue his work. The things that they were doing, they were uh, making wine, but it's he looks bad. around and he says it's not good. <laughs> it's it was made of potatoes. Wine. They don't know how, what wine it's is. Made of, it's made of roots and stuff. It's not very good. Um, I mean, I drink it, obviously, because I'm a part of the community, but it, uh, I've had better. I, you know, w- when I go back to visit my family, I sneak out uh, every year or so to visit my my family, my uh, my baby tender toes. I uh, I sneak a little bit of uh, that good gnome wine back so I can enjoy it on my own. Um, Would you like to come with us to the castle and speak on behalf of the goblins? Because we've had a really long day. Um, I, and also, we're not equipped to make this decision. No. The crown is the only entity that can make this decision. you know that like, the queen is dying? Yeah, I had like, no go. idea. We've got to go. Um, okay. All right. That's that. Yeah, I'll try that. Uh, okay, yes. I'll come with you guys. You come with us? All right. All we right. can gar- we can we'll do our best to get Ranchu safe passage. We bear you no ill will. Valeria, did you have anything else to say? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, do let us know if you have any concerns. We're all in this together. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. I think that Valeria believes that a society built on slavery deserves to be destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I, I will make it uh, it wasn't originally the only supplicants to that tree that you know of were the ones that you killed before that. It doesn't seem as though anyone knew enough about the tree to do anything but pick the apple once a year. Right. They were just taking the apple and that didn't require. So I guess we'll, we won't know what the point of the supplicants was until we get somebody to translate yeah, that. What book the fuck? Why was he using supplicants? That was so complicated and <laughs> <laughs> clearly have bad. To see in that secret book. All right. Um, All right. So we're going. On the way back, I get my reinforced scarf from our goblin friend that we interrogated, and he is free. Um, oh, well. oh, he was. No, no, no. Actually, uh, you do not. The goblin is not there anymore, nor is your reinforced scarf. Damn. It's been too long. All right. That's just how it goes. How's uh, Meepo? Oh, you stopped by Meepo? I mean, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> Meepo is in there. When you first go and see Meepo. He's uh, messing around uh, with Calcrix's uh, the glass beads. The necklace that you oh made God. for Calcrix yeah. has uh, been torn apart. That makes <laughs> sense. 
there are a lot of beads just scattered around. It must have happened pretty recently. And Meepo is running around and trying to collect the beads and restring them. Uh, the minute he sees Bo Tindertoes, who does look a lot like a goblin, he uh, screams bloody murder and just runs out of the room. All right, guys, let's just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seems okay uh, and still seems like he still has a job. So I cast Mending on the necklace, Clara, before we leave. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it pops uh, back into form again. It's a, it's a perfect necklace. Hooray. How is Calcrix? Uh, Calcrix uh, snarls at you guys as you uh, pass by. He's fine, though. <laughs> I mean, okay. he's a little battered and bruised, but he's okay. All right. Very well, then. So we continue on our way. Okay. Uh, so you guys climb out of the rift, uh, and for the first time in days, you see uh, sunlight again. It looks like it's morning. The sun is rising. And uh, you walk, like, the quarter of a mile or whatever it is back to Oakhurst. And, uh, you know, when you last left Oakhurst, it looked kind of like a ghost town. There was no residents in the streets and all the animals were put in their paddocks. And there is still no residents in the street and the animals are still not being let out to graze. But the streets are not quiet anymore. There's about half a dozen uh, really familiar looking mercenaries looking hot and restless in the um, sun, which is already super hot, all milling around outside the old boar inn. Are they our uh, mercenaries? Yeah, they're the castle mercenaries. Oh, they made it. And judging by the number of horses Joshua Joshua is wrangling, there's probably uh, at least half a dozen more inside. You also see uh, QZ walking down the street having a really heated discussion with Sheriff Lulu. Uh, but as soon as she spots you, her face uh, lights up and she just uh, runs over to you guys. She says, uh, there you are. I was, man, I was worried about you guys. <laughs> you should be. And we I are intact. We were about to, I was about to organize a mission down into the uh, the rift, but uh, thankfully you guys are, you're okay. So yes. hooray, hooray for that. Yeah. Yes, I'm glad it did not come to that. That is a place of death. So I'm guessing they all know about us and why we're here. Um, were they not, I mean, as soon as I came in, I asked uh, the owner of the old boar inn, uh, Mr. Snell or whatever his name is, Lucky Snell. Uh, where the where the prince was, and he said that you guys had gone down. Okay, um, so he he, already... <laughs> <laughs> he so said he, that Prince Eli was wearing a really weird outfit, and yeah. that you were calling him Apple <laughs> Apple Jackson because <laughs> he's sort of trying to um not laugh. Oh. Well, okay, you don't you weren't there, QZ. Um, this is <laughs> a so classic confused. Chalaxian name. <laughs> uh, well, all right. I just, you know, I asked, and uh, he seemed to know right where you guys were. Um, I, You know, they were being kind of unhelpful, um, but just given the number of mercenaries we had, we kind of uh, bullied him into uh, being more cooperative and not so... Um, he was making light of the whole situation, and I thought it was uh, inappropriate. That's what I thought when I met him. He's um, typically like that. He's a bit persnickety like that. Um, well, anyway, we got into town uh, late last night. Uh, we we got uh, held up by some uh, bandits on the road, but I have some people stationed over at uh, Woodsboro. So if you want to do sort of like a Pony Express thing, uh, we can do that. If you guys did, you end up getting that apple. We did. Um, we did indeed. It, it is un, it is wholly intact. Yeah, Prince, do you want to travel with QZ? QZ, if you could be with the Prince. And then, Absolutely. And just like go straight back to the castle. I think we should deal with some of the implications here. Okay. Um. How are your horse legs, Prince? Uh, she asks, and uh, Prince Eli says, "Um, I they've gotten better a little bit. I'm very worried about my mom, so that helps." 
Uh, and Cusey says, uh, yeah, if you could just channel that energy into any time we do horse riding practice, that would be <laughs> uh, really great. Come on, uh, let's go then. Oh, by uh, the way, Cusey, he has a new sword and a sling. If you could find a way to train him with them, that might be good. Absolutely. It's my uh, main goal in life is to uh, make Prince Hawkrin better at fighting. She uh, puts his, her hand on his back and uh, peers sort of at you guys behind him and uh, winks like okay. four or five times. Thanks, Cusey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just, we'll run it back there as fast as we can. Um, All right, safe travels. Yeah, uh, she sort of calls over the mercenaries that were outside who seem to be preparing to go down into the Sunless Citadel. And um, Joshua Joshua looks kind of annoyed as they take the horses that he had just put back in the stable <laughs> out again. And um, <laughs> they all mount up and they uh, just go galloping off down the road. Um, I go up to Joshua Joshua. Um, can't remember what his voice sounded like. Um, hey guys, I'm Joshua Joshua. Does that sound right? Sure. Uh, yes, I think it does. Yeah. All right. I'm Joshua Joshua. I'm a little bit of a hippie, but like not too much of a hippie. I am a vegan. Yes. Joshua Joshua, how would you like to cook full time? Uh, that would be awesome. I don't know how I would do that though, considering like all my clerical duties and stuff. Well, um, I was thinking maybe you ditch those duties and we hire you at the castle. You could hook me up with, like, a castle gig? I can. I am very close with the head chef. Oh, my gosh. Would he let me cook vegan food? He would. He'd be very annoyed with it, though. Um, well, but, everyone is. Yeah. So um, he, he, might, he might force you to handle meat sometimes, but I think you'd have an opportunity to, like, really get creatively vegan. I could change the people's perception of what food can be. There doesn't have to be meat all the time. It can be like an awesome salad or a, a veggie burger. Yes, this this is why this is why I offer you this position. Instead of uh, ice cream, we can have fruit-based gelato. It's very <laughs> exciting. Uh, yeah, I would love that. I'm very amused. I say, okay, you you know, come with us when we leave. I, I'll bring my recipe book. I've got lots of ideas about um, different sort of corn crisps and corn fritters and uh, ways to make grilled corn and roasted corn and popped corn. Popped corn? That's crazy. I know, uh, but it's pretty awesome. I'll have to make it for you sometimes. Mm. Uh, I would be yeah. glad to try it. He runs back into the uh, into the inn, and then he runs back out again, and he says, sorry, sorry, that's not actually my house. I got confused. I don't live in <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and he runs down the street. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Who who do you think we should speak to first? The merchant. All right, then. Yeah, you guys go to the uh, the house. Her house, like I mentioned before, is pretty much the nicest house in Oakhurst. And uh, pretty much as soon as you guys knock on the door, uh, she opens it up and says, um, I was hoping that you'd have news since the, since the mercenaries showed up. I... She kind of looks around uh, behind you guys um, and then looks immediately disheartened. Um, Did you hear anything about Sharwin and Talgan? I hold up. I hand her the two signet rings. I say, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I guess I I expected it. I No, I'm um, sorry. She she takes the, the rings and um, it turns away and, and goes inside. And uh, she le- she leaves the door open, though. So you guys can go in if you want. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we go in. Okay. Uh, you guys go in. Um, she takes a minute sort of um, stashing the, the rings in a, in a box behind the counter. And 
she uh, turns back to you guys with a with a coin purse, and she says, um, "Well, as I promised, here's um here's the gold pieces for the recovery of their rings. It's nice to know at least that well that they're not being tortured down there or anything. Are they? How they're at peace. All right. Well, we we, we killed the the main orchestrator behind their deaths. Yes. Um, well, thank will, goodness for that. He will hurt no one else the way that he hurts your children. So, but the um the tree that produced the apple is no more. Well, I'm sure people will be um, upset about that, but I never meddled with that thing in the first place. Um, she hands over the the coin purse. It has uh, 250 gold pieces in it. Thank we, you. Are we thank you. Are you sure? Are you yes, going to be it's, okay? It's, well, uh, you know, all things with time, I guess. Mm. I, I mean, I knew that when they set out together to adventure that this was a possibility, but I hoped, I hoped that at least they might live longer than they did. They were both so young. Yeah. Be sure to let us know in the future if there's other ways we might be able to help you. Well, thank you. I'll keep that in mind. Do you know anything about we, the paladin they went with? I, I know that he, uh, they met him on their adventures, but um, I only met him for about a day. Um, they returned and they, they found out what was happening around town. And as soon as they could, they set off down there to try to resolve the issue. Okay, so you wouldn't know any about any family? No, I don't. Uh, I don't know about any family. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. He was an out-of-towner. That's all I know. Yes. Would are you? Would you like a burial? Or, um, I don't know if there is there anything we can do. Ceremony. I I know some some blessings. Um. Well, if you could if you could do a blessing, then that would be. Nice, but I don't think um, there are no bodies, so I yeah I can't bury them myself. I'll you know I'll I'll find a way to cope. I'm sure you're all busy. Where's your little friend? Um, what was his name? Apple Jackson? Yeah, it'll yes. get out. He's the prince. Um, <laughs> I did think he looked yeah remarkably like the prince. Um, yeah. I did just think it was a coincidence, though. But thank you for being truthful with me now, I suppose. Yeah. Not that it really matters for my purposes. No. Yeah. And I I do wonder, do you intend to stay in town here? Or what are your plans for the future? Do you know? Well, I I moved. I I began living here when I was just a little girl. And I've set up trading here. So I don't, unless something changes, I don't imagine I'll, I'll move. This is still my family home. Okay. Mm-hmm. From what I can tell, you are an important backbone of this community. Uh, they will need you in the coming years, I think. Well, someone's got to sell the corn, I guess. Mm. Um, and she manages kind of a, a weak smile. Well, we we wish you all the best. We must take our leave, but thank you for for having us. And we're very sorry for your loss. Indeed. Thank you. Um, safe travels. And you the same. All right, so we we go, I guess. Um, I'm lingering. Um, Violet, there's nothing more we can do. I know. I bless the rings. Okay. 
I do think, Violet, that when we return to the city, perhaps we could trace the origin of this paladin's holy symbol. Yeah. Maybe find who might be looking for him or expecting him back. Yeah. We can at least get closure for that as well. I, I do another blessing. Okay. okay. So you see two, like two different blessings. Two different blessings over the ranks. Uh, nothing magical happens, but you say the blessings and um, Carwin thanks you. Mm-hmm. I nod. I say I'll be in touch. Okay. All right. All right. So we we leave. Is that right? Or is, is Violet still like sitting on the staircase? Yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> All right. All right. And so should we head to the, the constable's office? Um, sure. Lulu. All right. So I, I knock on the door. Constable Lulu actually, um. Because she was not walking, wasn't she? Right. She, uh, she walks up behind you sort of as you're about to knock. One of the deputies does open the door. Um, and she says, um, oh, it's you guys again. Um, well, I mean, a lot of stuff has happened since then. The, the twig lights have stopped attacking. So that's something. Uh, was that you guys? Yes. It, it was indeed, so far as I can tell. Um, we have destroyed their source. Thank goodness for that. Um, do you find out, uh, what about the, the apples? Did you get that back for us? Um, uh, we were, <laughs> we were, our original reason for coming here was because we work on behalf of the crown. So is the crown gonna reimburse us for our cool apple? Yeah, probably. Okay, yeah. awesome. Um, well, good job getting rid of the twig lights. Things have uh, been a lot less murdery the last couple nights. Uh, so good on you for that. The town's only uh, about half dead. Um, thanks. I mean, it was more than what I could do. Um, you did what you could, and so did we, and, and that is where we are now. Unfortunately, the, the tree is no more, which means there will be no more apples. But the tree was making twig lights, so... It, it was, and, and it was also, there were individuals enslaved to its will, individuals from your good town, and that... Oh, no which, which individuals? The children of Merchant Hercule. Oh, those are just some uh, troublemaking adventurers. Well, I'm so they, glad that you were touched by their death. For, for five years. I mean, I didn't even know them at all. They've all been right. gone for the last five years. Well, I'm well, glad that you I suffered no losses from this Constable Lulu and that we've had this talk. I well, I did suffer a loss. What are you talking about? We lost our dear Corky. Yeah. I mean, all the people in Oakhurst, I mean, their lives all matter to me. Yeah, they're not going to be supplicants. That's no. good. Wait, supplicants? What are you talking about? That's what the, that's the word that he used um, for tree okay. enslavement. All right. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty weird. Yes. So a lot of trouble, it sounds like. Um, I'm glad that's over with. Yeah. I'd say, Constable Lulu, be on the lookout for goblin raids uh, because they have been deprived of their main source of income, so they may venture out further. All right. um, I'll do my best to beef up fortifications. Yeah. But if they ever come and just are like, hey, what if we just traded? I don't know. What, traded their shitty goblin wine and their shitty goblin armor for our yeah. very cool corn and awesome beef? No. Yeah, that's that's fair. Okay. I guess that's all. Oh, oh thanks. Uh, I, I'll give you a I'll give you a key to the uh to the city. Wow. Um, it's a small key, but I mean you guys did sort of uh, save our asses, I guess. Um 
she goes and she uh, rummages around in her desk and she produces a uh, a very small uh, ceremonial silver key that says um, Oakhurst on it. And she uh, looks between the three of you and just sort of holds it out in general. I take it. Um, and I turn to uh, Tender Toast. Okay, Tender Toast. And I ask him, perhaps you could serve as a liaison between the goblins in this town? For, for sure. I'll, I'll do my best. Um, I don't want um, this awesome goblin culture criminally understudied to... Uh, criminally, yeah. Criminally understudied to... Um, you know, lots of people aren't interested in my research, but I really think they should be. Uh, I'll definitely the, try to... I show them the balling cup. Oh, yeah. This was, uh, what is it, Fangroth's. I'm oh. guessing you killed Fangrot. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Yes. Uh, well, you know, that's a bummer. But like I said, that is uh, kind of a typical part of uh, Goblin Affairs, so I'm not too upset over that. They get killed by adventurers sometimes. That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, then. Who else ought we talk to here? No one. I mean, we should probably pay Lucky Snell the other two gold pieces for watching our horses. <laughs> yes, we should do that. So, uh... We head in to the inn. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I I slap two gold pieces on the counter. Thank Lucky you for... Oh, is he there? Yeah, Lucky Snell's there. Lucky Snell is always there. Mm. He uh, sweeps your money off the counter, and he uh, looks gleefully around at his full tavern, and he says, um, You know, business has been pretty good since you guys went down into that temple. Really, this is fantastic. He looks uh, delighted. There are uh, six more mercenaries in here who are um, eating food, and they uh, look up as you guys come in, and one of them waves at you guys. Mm-hmm. I, wave. We wave, I wave back. Yeah. <laughs> and um, do we need to tell them to head back to the palace? or They should the figure it out. I mean, Mercery, guys, this is all wrapping up, so, you know, take your time, but we're on our okay. way out. All we're right. on uh, orders from QZ to uh, accompany you guys back. Oh, uh, so that's why you're here. Says. Oh, that was, very well. That was nice um, of her. It will be good to have a compliment of people we know in our company. I get dizzy. You get dizzy? Why? Because you're know. sick, I, I guess. Well. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, miss, uh, Miss, um... You there, the yeah. He doesn't. God, my like, damn it, Daniel. We've known each other for three years. Daniel, <laughs> sorry, I'm very drunk. Um, uh, I'm so glad you not, guys are accompanying us back not, home. He's, he's drinking coffee and he does not seem at all drunk. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, listen, I'm sorry, you got embarrassed. I forgot your name, Violet. It seems like an insult, so I didn't want to say it. Because yeah, well, it's. I mean, I appreciate I know it's your, your lie. Um, I appreciate your lie. <laughs> I was trying to spare your feelings. Uh, and now I forgot what I was going to say in the first place. No, <laughs> Never I'm mind. Glad we had this conversation. Yes. Well, um, yeah. We will be leaving soon and you will be accompanying us then. Uh, yeah, we're pretty much ready to go. All okay. Right. I guess we should round everyone up and head out then if there's nothing left in the village for us to attend to. Oh, I was going to say, you look horrible. What happened <laughs> to you? <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm dying. She's quite I- ill. Yeah. Oh, um, well, you should talk to, uh, to Twiggly. Twiggly? Uh, Twiggly, yeah, Twiggly. Uh, Twiggly was, uh, talking to another mercenary, but, um, she comes over to you and, um, immediately, without saying anything, starts trying to, like, open up your mouth and hear Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. What are you doing? I have full fever. Oh, that's well. How'd you? Are you sure? Yeah. I can diagnose you professionally. Well, would that help me get better? 
Oh, well, it helped me find you a treatment. I think I have, I have full fever, but if you need to look in my mouth to be sure, I open yes, up my mouth. Open your okay, good. Um, she she peers in there and she says, "Oh, whoa, your throat is like really messed up." Thanks. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, Roger, Roger, come over oh here. Oh my god. Roger's uh, kind of my apprentice. Um, sure. I'm trying to train uh, him to uh, be really good at uh, also medical stuff, uh, sure. like me, because I'm the best. Look at, you see all these lesions? Whoa, this must really hurt. Ah. <laughs> um, she uh, she uh, feels your forehead, and she, uh, you know, kind of like looks in your ears a little bit. She doesn't have a light or anything, so it's kind of um. I a, touch a her finger and cast I, light. I, yeah. Although technically, I guess it should be me since it requires a vocal component and you kind of can't talk right now. Yeah, I don't think my mouth is still open when she's looking in my ears, though. <laughs> no, Roger's still looking in no, your okay, mouth. Okay, then yeah, you should cast it. Uh, Roger okay. says, uh, your bones are really weird. Why are your teeth? They're all pearly. It's weird. Thanks. <laughs> um, uh, Tw- Twiggy uh, goes back and she says, um... I've got just what you need for this. Uh, and she digs around in her pack and she uh, pulls out uh, a few. Um, they're kind of like pills, but they're uh, wrapped up in um, beeswax, sort of. They're like beeswax circles. Uh, and she says, uh, just just swallow these down and um, you'll be OK in a couple days. Hopefully it'll uh, take care of the fever. Oh, good. Thank you. Very well. Thank you very much. I do that. Do I have yeah. a fever? Uh, well, yeah, you'll still have full fever for uh, a while until this uh, clears it up. I'll I meant to do looking at my throat for so long confirm that I have full fever. Oh, yeah. You're Not like good. riddled with filled fever. Great. You're like, what did you do? Did you sleep in garbage? No, I just got bit by a rat and then continued to get sick. Well, that is how it usually happens. Yeah. So, yes. Thanks. Most people don't get it from sleeping in garbage. I was just wondering because this well, is horrible. Okay. I don't. I think. All right. It was in service of the prince, so. Well, that's all. I mean, I'm not saying that's that you guys did a bad job. I'm just saying, whoa, mm-hmm. this is bad filth fever. You're supposed to be young and tough, right? Like, you're his bodyguards. Yes, we are. <laughs> Thanks. Gross. I get it. I get it. Maybe I shouldn't have caught filth fever. Maybe my constitution should have been high enough to <laughs> <laughs> to have to have um, gotten a better check. Is that I what mean, like, implying? I definitely could have fended off yeah. Bill Fever a little okay. bit. All right, this is fine, though. Just uh, in a couple days, I'll give you a few more. And then after that, you should just be all better, hopefully. Thanks. I don't know how the whole uh, teethling, pearly teeth thing is going to play into it, but hopefully it won't at all. And you'll it just doesn't pay, play into it. Uh, your teeth are really weird, though. It's Thanks. kind of cool. Thank you. I give him one of my bone shards for the day. Whoa, <laughs> look at that. Uh, yeah, um, Roger seems uh, really interested in this bone shard, actually. Okay. Uh, th- thank you, Violet. You're welcome. It- uh, really cool. I'll uh, put this with my other daggers. I've got a dagger collection that I just have on me all the time. Wow. Glad I could. <laughs> I am a mercenary. They call me uh, Knife Master Roger. Okay, we will keep that in mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, you can you still have filth fever for now, uh, okay. but you can just assume that you're not going to die of it and that it's going to get better in a couple of days. OK, so mm-hmm. modifiers are still off, but it'll get better. Right. I mean, but you just you don't have to roll anymore. OK, you're just you're going to be fine. Well, let's cool. go, guys. I guess that was good. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I believe your skin looks a little bit more purple and a little less pink already. 
That's good. Yeah, I feel less fevery and dizzy. That's that's wonderful. I'm glad. Well, I suppose we should head out. Um, so I guess we're heading out with uh, Mr. Tendertoes. Got it right that time. And the compliment of mercenaries. Are they heading out with us, Clara? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. you know, they they uh, just get ready whenever you guys do. Um, they were pretty much ready to go as it was. All right. Um, Bo Tendertoes says, um, uh, which one of you guys am I uh, hitching a ride with? I can't ride my own horse. They're so big. You can ride with me if you want. All right. Um, what was your name again? I don't Elsa. think you told me. Oh, I'm Elsie. not, but you didn't ask. <laughs> That's true, because I didn't think you guys were going to come with me, and then you guys were in a really big hurry, and there was a lot of, like, talking to, to sad people. And um, This is true. Um, it just didn't seem case. like a good time. Yeah. Yes, I am Elsmere. Elsmere, is... nice to meet you. Thank you, and I shake his hand. This is Violet, and that's Valeria. I'm charmed. No, I thought you were Bo. Violet's dad jokes. It's uh, it's been a long time since I've heard some uh, good old-fashioned human dad jokes. You're welcome. (laughs) I I had a human father, so that is Really? Did you? Well, adoptive. Okay, that's kind of cool. And um, all right, then, let's head out. Oh, yeah, and Joshua Joshua is with us, Clara. Oh, right, I forgot. Oh, yeah, I guess you have to wait for Joshua Joshua. He, um, uh, you see him, uh, as you guys are waiting for him outside, because he's the last one ready. You see him running from building to building in Oakhurst, um, apparently telling people about his resignation. Um, he's got a ton of stuff on his, like, a ton of stuff. You've never seen someone with a backpack this enormous? He's like, tied it together with like poles and ropes it's uh, a really interesting configuration All right. wow um and he finally uh he's leading his uh his own horse um back to you guys his horse is uh like a dalmatian horse okay it's all spotty it's very and it's named spot because that's easy okay right and uh joshua joshua gets on it and he says uh it's been a really long time since I've uh, been able to ride a good old spot here, but it, it'll be great to go up to Calbridge and see the mountains. I've never left Oakhurst, you know. Wow. Well, do you feel cement- sentimental for this town? Uh, no. I'm all about the I'm all about the uh, the bucks, baby. All right, let's go. All gold all day, and also vegan stuff. Too. Yes. It's all right. sort of two aspects of my personality. It's gold. Well, I think vegan. I think you were stretched a little thin, so let's just you Listen, find I it. just drank ten cups of coffee today. It wasn't a big deal. I don't need to sleep anything more than two hours. All right, Joshua, Joshua. Wow. All right then. Well you will if gold is your concern, then the city is the place to get it. Absolutely. I can't wait. I'll right. I'll spread the news of veganism throughout the cinder peat. Okay. Uh, he seems he's just in a great mood as he, um, you know, sort of kicks his horse into a into a trot. Makes me a little happy. Good. I'm glad because Violet's been pretty down. That's yeah. nice to hear. All right. Yeah. Um, it takes you guys. Uh, I think it took you guys two days to ride out uh, yeah. on that prince's grueling uh, sleep only when you absolutely have to pace. Mm-hmm. Um. Going back, you also have to uh, go up the mountains, which oh, takes yeah. longer than going down them because um, it tires out the horses. Uh, it takes you guys about four days to get back at your sort of normal pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the city, the uh, the festival is over, uh, so it's quieted down a little bit. Um, but as you get back to the palace, you can see um, 
you know, all the horses of the mercenaries are uh, already back in there. And Cusey is um, running some drills with her mercenaries out in the uh, the training yard. And she uh, she waves at you guys as you come back and gives you uh, like a big thumbs up. I wave. Mm-hmm. I wave, too. Okay. Uh, are you guys going back into the palace or? Yeah. Would you you all want to go back and see what's going on, don't you? I do. All right. What what should we check on first? I don't know. Just the ask queen? the queen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys go back inside. Uh, Calbridge Palace is uh, still just as beautiful as you remember it all. Carved marble and everything. And do you uh, make your way into the throne room? And uh, sure enough, there is the Queen Hawkrin, Queen Lucille, um, sitting in her throne. Uh, she looks like you've seen her for the last few months, looking just increasingly sick and pale. She looks 100% better. Like, no recovery time whatsoever. Just perfect. I kneel. Yes, okay. I, I, I do too. I, I, I kneel as well. Okay. All right. Um, she she waves a hand to tell you guys that uh, you're allowed to rise. Um, um, we bring with us the key to the city of Oakers. I uh, believe that you are allowed to keep that for for your own. I have no need for uh, a key to a city who I am already the liege of. That makes sense. <laughs> I, I would like to thank you for accompanying my son on his on his quest, and I am sure. Doing a brunt of the uh, of the dirty work. Um, well, we kept him clean, if that's what you mean. But he he was more adept than you probably expect. Well, that's um, about all I can expect of the uh, of the boy. He was deeply courageous as well on your behalf. He has a noble heart. Yes, I would like to thank you by providing you a boon. One boon or three? Oh shit! <laughs> one boon? No, I'm I one boon per person. Thank you. Very well. Um, we she, uh, grateful. Uh, I am grateful that I'm alive. I believe that, as I said, it's it's mostly you I have to thank. She uh she waves her hand and she says uh Calais and uh one of her ladies in waiting um approaches her. And she says, um, go and uh, retrieve these boons. She uh, writes down on a slip of paper um, the, the names of some items from the uh, from the royal treasury. Uh, please, as soon as possible. Uh, and Kelly um, hurries off and she turns to you all and she says, um, we can have a feast in your honor if you desire to. Um, sure. How, how, would, how do you all feel about that? Yeah. I wouldn't mind it. Sounds great. All right, then. And um, I, I do, while we are waiting for the boons to arrive, I, I do have, um, I beg permission to ask a question, Queen. Um, we have with us uh, an anthropologist of the goblin culture who has something he would like to ask of you. Uh, yeah, Bo Tindertoes, who I guess uh, came along inside behind you guys, um, bows uh, and as he walks forward, he's still dressed in uh, his shitty goblin clothes. Um, <laughs> I quickly, I quickly use press digitation just to make sure he's completely clean. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, that was nice of you, Elsmere. <laughs> it's what I do. Um, yeah, the uh, the queen's mouth kind of uh, twitches when she sees this uh, oddly dressed gnome, uh, and uh, Bo says, "I just wanted to say that um, there's a there's a community of." 
goblins in Oakhurst who I've been studying for the past 60 years, um, you know, their culture is like, like I said to, to these fine people, he's uh, stammering a little bit. He seems uh, kind of uncomfortable with this situation that he's in. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I've said to these people that, um, you know, it's, it's criminally understudied and that uh, really people should pay a lot more attention to the, the goblins that they have a lot to offer. Um, and they, they were selling the, uh, the apple that, uh, restored you to health um and then these adventurers came and i guess the tree was evil and yeah. they anyway they they destroyed it and now there's no more apple and i just feel like the the goblins are going to be kind of bummed out over that because they don't have any other means of earning like surface money uh, i guess they could start raiding but you probably don't want that um i was just wondering if you could um maybe pay pay them money for the for the apple like maybe a a hundred gold pieces a year for like the next 10 years that was about what they were getting paid and then maybe after that like 50 gold pieces for the next 10 years after that kind of kind of wean them off it you you know (laughs) and i add to what he's saying um it would be the best way to keep crime down in that area um if for no other reason um he he seems just deeply, deeply like nervous and uncomfortable. I pat him on the back. <laughs> Queen Lucille says, um, wouldn't the best way to uh, reduce crime in the area be to simply uh, kill all the goblins in well, the uh, establishment? I take out the I take out the ball and cup. Uh huh. And I say this is one of the many interesting inventions that this particular goblin culture has been able to create. And it has improved dexterity for soldiers and stuff <laughs> it's improved dexterity for goblin soldiers yes but they don't have it anymore because i took it but i mean that's... they only had one yeah, as as I know. <laughs> so it improved dexterity for one goblin soldier it was very hard to kill her um your majesty i will say that they have um an interesting shamanic culture as well there was a shaman there of some kind i think that that area would be best preserved if we managed to somehow maintain the status quo rather than, than slaughter the goblins. How many goblins were down there? Hundreds. Uh, roll a bluff check. Yeah. Okay. I think that's true, though, isn't it? No. No. There was like 40. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Is anybody assisting with Sorry, her? I know, I... I know Clarius being very quiet during all this, but I think that she, you know, she previously decided that goblins were not her problem. Okay, that's fine. Is Violet helping me with this, or is she just going to... Um, yeah, I can assist. Okay. All right, I got 14. Um, 23. Okay, so that so it's 16. A total? Yeah. Uh, the queen says, um, do not lie to me, Elsmere. I cast, um, I cast memory lapse. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Hang on a second. Wait, I just have a quick mechanical question. If I didn't know I was lying, Elsmere thought there were hundreds. I did. Oh, so okay. I mean, am I really? Then you don't need to roll. <laughs> okay, good. I was oh, gonna okay. say because I, I said hundreds. I didn't and I make it. like a face when she says there were hundreds, but I let it go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. The, the queen doesn't notice you making that face. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess we chalk this all up to uh, Valeria's horrible estimating ability. Um. um Elsmere's. Mine. Oh, Elsmere. Sorry. Valeria oh. knows how many there are. Yeah, Valeria probably does. She's used to like singling people out and killing them. 
Yeah. Elsmere Smith just saw a bunch of people attacking her at once and assumed there were hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> there were hundreds. Uh, okay, she uh she pulls a face. Roll a uh roll a persuasion check. I guess I should do it. All right. And you can assist with me if you want, Violet, or you can continue making faces either way. I mean, I just made one face. I I know. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, I got a uh twenty three again. Twenty three. Okay, so that'll add two. And I got eleven plus four is fourteen. Fifteen. Oh, sixteen again. Um, she, she kind of sighs and says, um, well, I suppose it would be, uh, quite a trouble to deal with a goblin settlement that large. Um, I don't want my subjects to be, um, tormented by goblin raiders. Or your mercenaries to be, or, or soldiers to be needlessly slaughtered. Yes, uh, that's true as well. All right. Um, what was your name again? Uh, Bo, Bo, Tinder Toes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I will, I will grant your request. Um, for the next 10 years, the, um, the monarchy will provide a, a hundred gold pieces to these goblins. And, uh, for the 10 years after that, 50. I, I, I assume that'll be fine. I'll talk to my treasurer. Um, and Bo, uh, kind of bows and scrapes as he backs up and says, uh, th- thank you, your, your, ma- your madam, your majesty. Um, <laughs> your madam. Thank you. <laughs> um, cool. Um, okay. So, um, you guys have this conversation and, uh, shortly after that, um, Calais returns with the, uh, with a few items. There's, uh, kind of one big item and stacked on top of it, two small items. And she, uh, hands them over to the queen and the queen, um, puts them in her lap because she's sitting on her throne. Uh, and she says, uh, for you, Valeria, she uh, holds up a, a gleaming golden bowstring, it looks like. She says, um, this is a centaur string. It's an unbreakable golden bowstring, and uh, it has magical properties that will make your arrows um, magically more damaging. Um, and this is, uh, like I said, an unbreakable bowstring, and it's going to let you cast a gravity bow at your character's level once per day. Oh, sweet. That's a really nice spell. Uh, it makes your arrows one um, size class more damaging. <laughs> yeah. Nice. She says, uh, for you, Elsmere, a, uh, a relic that your, your people made upon coming to the prime material plane. These oh. are boots. boots <laughs> is- I, I, um... I look up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These are boots of shadow walking. Uh, and she oh. holds out to you a pair of um, really just like super soft black suede boots. Um, she says, these allow you to uh, pass without a trace at night. And they also provide you with some uh, protection in the darkness. Um, wow. So in other words, you can... Uh, not make any tracks while wearing these boots um, in the darkness. And you can pass through difficult terrain uh, in the dark as though it's normal terrain. Um, You also get a plus one bonus to your armor class in low light conditions. Nice. Thank you very much, your highness. Just like your mom used to have. (laughs) I thought of it considering um, your origins. Yeah. Yes. I appreciate the consideration. (laughs) (laughs) Um, for you, Violet, um, she holds up a, uh, a small silver mirror. It looks like a, like a 
compact like it's a mirror inside a uh, like a compact which has a, a sun on one face and a crescent moon on the other she says uh, this is a seer's mirror it allows you to uh peer into the future with perfect accuracy though i believe it only works once um this will allow you to see the uh future of an outcome of a proposed action one time. So, like, if you think that you want to do something, but if you're not sure if it's going to be, like, a terrible idea, you can uh, use this mirror to see what might come of it, if it's going to be terrible, or if it's going to be pretty cool. Um, That's cool. Does it do anything else? <laughs> <laughs> it's a powerful artifact that lets you view the future. I'm not... Did you, oh, are sure. you unsatisfied? Well, I mean, I just can cast aug- augury. Sounds really similar. This is better than Augury. All right. So, like, crystal clear, I'll see what's going to happen. Yes. It will allow you to see the exact outcomes of a decision that you'll make right then, immediately. Oh, that's pretty powerful. It is pretty powerful. Um, And it works three times, you said? I said one, one time. <laughs> <laughs> It is, again, it's not uh, like your seer's magic. It is... Uh, so nothing like not guesswork and through the smoke and interpretation. Guesswork. There's no interpretation. Uh, okay, for is, a second, I thought you meant it's not like your seer's magic. Like, you know, like, it's not saying you can buy it seer's. This is like... <laughs> this isn't your, this isn't your seer's grade magic. <laughs> That's good. This is this is target level at least. It's so target. We're, we're doing Gucci versus Walmart, Violet versus the Mirror Edition. Okay. And then afterwards, it's a good mirror. Oh well, no, then it's broken. But it will oh. still be a very cool compact. So you could take the mirror out and maybe, I don't know, put some small trinkets in there or something. I I do like small trinkets. Thank you, Queen. Or it's just uh, you know, it is made out of sterling silver. You could probably sell it. I would imagine. To someone who likes silver items. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I thought Violet absolutely picked the entire thing apart. <laughs> I think everybody else got something that works forever. <laughs> I thought that this was a good item for you because um, of the fogginess of your vision sometimes. Yeah, ouch. I thought that uh, you could use a little bit more uh, clarity in your life. You're saying that maybe I should have seen your, your death coming? That would have been nice, yes. All right. <laughs> Because it didn't have to be a mad rush to Oakhurst. It could have been that we well, got. Well, I saw, I foresaw your ago. son saving the day, but I guess you were passed out for that. I wasn't there for that. You're right. I was in a coma uh, for days. <laughs> and then you rescued me, apparently just in time. Um, according to my ladies in waiting, Sildar said that I, I wouldn't have, um, you know, more than a few days after, after the prince returned. Well, that was. Nice padding. That's even better timing than I thought. Thank you. Thank you, Queen. I bow. Uh, you're welcome. I look kind of disgruntled. Um, speaking of, um, unfortunately, uh, Sildar did, did die um, shortly, oh, uh, shortly before I regained consciousness. Um, we did manage to find a, a replacement court wizard in, in the city, though, which was oh, fortunate. No. Oh no! Um, she she claps her hands, and out from a, a side door comes a a tall old human. Uh, he's wearing uh, a hat, a straw hat. It's him. And he says, um, 
I told you that I'd find you. <laughs> oh, man. oh. Okay, well, David. I'm da- um, yes, you remembered my name. As I told I thought you, it was you Daniel, should. right? I, David Farmer. Daniel Farmer. David um, Farmer. Don't you forget it or I'll curse you. Okay. You wanted to find me? <laughs> I told you I would, and I did. Did you kill Sildar? I was about to ask, what happened to Sildar? Uh, he died. I didn't kill him, though. He smiles. <laughs> okay. I cast Detect Thoughts. Uh, okay. Um, does he get to roll to resist that? Yes. Okay. We'll save. 16. Yeah, you don't you don't get anything off of David Farmer. I cast his eye of sight. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> does that get a will save? Well, you've not been doing it as will saves. Oh, okay. But... Well, does he though? I mean, I'm just saying. So far, you've never required that. Okay, but does he though? I'm saying that so In far. In other situations, <laughs> it hasn't been important. Does it require a will save? In other situations, you just let me cast it. So yes, it does. But you—it's not a spell. It's a—it's um, a revelation. Okay. Does it require a will save? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you are gonna make a big deal about it. All right. Consider this me making a big deal. What does he need to roll? He got a 19. Is that good enough? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, you don't get anything off David Farmer. He says. Um, I do it again. What? <laughs> I can cast it twice now. Oh right, your fifth level. Okay. Uh, bad news, that was a 20. Can I roll, like, a sense motive check on him? Uh, sure, sure to see if he's lying. Yeah. Yeah, let's, 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 go, go right let's both do that. 19. Uh, he got a 21, so that's not high enough. Okay. So Valeria, what did you get? Okay. Oh, okay, well, I also got a 21, so what does that mean? Whoa! Ooh, um, head to head. Yeah, let's, uh, let's roll off. Why isn't it, like, armor rules where 21's enough? <laughs> actually correct okay um, okay good call that's you're probably right i didn't want you guys to be able to mind read david farmer but um well, we didn't we're just sensing his motive he's uh valeria you get the sense that uh at very least what he said is not a lie he did not kill sildar he personally yeah. he personally did not kill mm-hmm. Sildar. is what you know from this he's got a little gang of minions maybe one of them did it um i i also wanted to say Sometime could totally try reading his aura or something. Yeah. I don't know, but I feel like if there are will saves against it, he's always going to beat me. I don't think there is a will save against that. And you have to beat 15. The DC for it is 15 plus the creature's hit dice. Uh, that would be 12. Okay. So that sounds impossible. It was just a really high check. Yeah. No, no, but 15 plus 12. I don't know if I even, even if I got a 20, my perception... If you got a 20, it's an automatic success. So that's my only chance? Unless you're, um, what is it? The sense motive or whatever it relies on is high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no. Not, not today. Not today. Not today. That doesn't mean it won't work in the future. <laughs> I mean, that's true. You guys are, you know, it's not like you guys won't have a lot of opportunities to be around David Farmer. He lives in your yeah. house now. Great. He lives in our house now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Daniel Farmer. <laughs> it is David. You do know that, right? It's Daniel Farmer. She's just, she's just, I, I think it's kind of a power move to just keep calling him Daniel. Like, it is. Thank you. Thank you, Valeria. It is. It's, uh, it's as there. soon as you say, say his name, he appears like the oh devil. Okay. Speaks oh, the devil and he shall appear. Beetlejuice? 
Yeah. Same day, say David Farmer's name three times. He's calling him Daniel in that case. We don't want him Daniel to Farmer. Daniel shit. Farmer. Yes. That's yeah. right. All right. Yeah. David Farmer uh, smiles real big and he says, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, I think. <laughs> I can tell you guys are trying to peer into my mind, but it's uh, in a yeah, no, I mean, we cast like three spells. <laughs> My yeah. mind is inassailable. I've got a, I've got a palace of my own in there. In the walls, they're high and they're all crenellated. And I know Weird. how much trouble you have with those crenellated walls. Anyway, how do you know that? <laughs> I take out my bone shard for the day. Okay, you take out your bone shard. His eyes widen a little bit as he watches you do that. You know, David Farmer, it might be nice sometime if you are so interested in Violet's bones to perhaps uh. <laughs> play uh re- i'd like a rematch a gambling rematch maybe play for one of violet's pearlescent daggers that's like playing for well i won't say it that's uh, not a very good bargain unless we're uh unless i'm betting with coppers and silvers i thought you were extremely interested in the nature of her knives mm, i am but uh i think i can get them another way well we'll see about that Mm, we will see. He smiles <laughs> and he uh, steeples his fingers. Um, oh. I, put my, I put my bone shard away. Where? My pocket. Okay, <laughs> in your pocket. Um, yeah, he uh, he just smiles at you and he says, uh, "It's my it's my pleasure to uh, to serve uh, Adelia and uh, the charming queen here. I'll uh, I'll see you around, I guess, at the supper table, maybe." And uh, at lessons, of course, since I'll be uh, teaching young Prince Eli. You're our teacher now? Well, Sildar was the teacher, and now I'm the teacher. Well, Eileen is also going to help. She's uh, been promoted, you see, from student to uh, student teacher. Eileen is the girl that referred me to the castle, right, Clara? Yeah, Eileen Eileen Silver. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I turn to the queen. Not to question per se, your choice of employment in this instance. But we ran into this David Farmer under other circumstances, and he had uh, quite an unsavory group of persons in his presence. Uh, the queen sighs, and she says, um, uh, David, if you could please uh, retreat back to your tower. And he, um, <laughs> he, uh, he bows and says, uh, right away, your majesty. And he, uh, he uh, walks away across the room, back out that door. Um, you assumed the wizard tower. And she turns to um, you guys and says, um, I think you might be misunderstanding the sort of a position that a court wizard is. It's not really, I mean, I do pay him, obviously, but it's not, I don't trust him. <laughs> I, wizards uh, are dangerous and I make it my mission to employ always the most powerful wizard or um, sorcerer that I can find in the land to keep an eye on them essentially um, they tend to get into trouble if they're allowed to um, roam too far afield I see it's uh, better to have him here and to uh, know what he wants and to keep him satisfied as best I can than to have him roaming around taverns and, um, you know, consorting with who knows who. Um, it just it's better to keep an eye on him. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer, as they say. That is fair enough. And we will certainly keep an eye on him ourselves. But yes, he has a very strange air about him, doesn't he? Yeah. That he does. Well, that's 
a little typical for wizards, though, uh, or sorcerers. Yeah, Sildar think. seemed pretty harmless. Sildar was fairly harmless, yes, but, um, you know, he also blew away four towns with some uh, wind magic, so harmless is oh, relative. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he uh, loved wind why. and birds. Uh, he was yeah. a harmless person, but uh, in his carelessness, he did kill uh, several hundred people, so. Um, I guess, thank you, Queen. Yeah. Um, we've got, this is Joshua. I'm going to try and get him hired in the kitchens. Hey there, your majesty. Uh, Joshua bows. Uh, it'll be an honor if I get to serve you some uh, vegan delicacies. Uh, the queen says, uh, what is he talking about? Don't worry about it, queen. Um, he's, it won't affect your life. Uh, all right. Well, um, <laughs> for kitchen hiring, you'll have to talk to Big Tim, of course. You can't just hire people in any department that you want. You'll have to talk to him. But I trust his decisions. Thank you for uh, saving my life. I hope you enjoy your boon. Sorry you seemed disappointed by yours, Violet, but I uh, chose as Same best it's... I could. Yeah, only has one use. <laughs> You're still like muttering about it to yourself. And now, Elsmere here never makes tracks again, and um, <laughs> Miranda gets a magic golden bow forever. And... That's, but that's okay. You might I can, use it at like a really crucial badass moment, though. Yeah, in a really crucial badass moment, I can take some time out, sit down, <laughs> look into the future. It doesn't take any time. Okay. So it's a quick. Well, it's for you. It does because you're cursed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you accidentally catch the uh, the hem of the queen's robes on fire because you're angry and haunted. Uh, I, I, I quickly cast, um, create water. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I cast prestidigitation to make it dry. Okay. And I cast mending to repair it. Okay, you guys boom, just boom, cast, boom. cast a small barrage of spells at the queen, and um, Queen Lucille sighs and says, um, Maybe we all right, go. well, I yeah. think that's enough for today, then. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, we, will, we will leave you and your hymn in peace. Thank you very much. Thank you. Goodbye. Yes. And are we going down to the kitchens to meet up with Big Tim? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, you guys go down to the kitchen. Uh, Big Tim uh, is always busy, but yes. he seems like super busy today. Like he's got like chefs running all over. There's like um all of the ovens are on like full fire. He's like roasting uh, a pig. Um, you can tell uh, see that uh, Joshua Joshua um looks kind of distastefully at this uh, whole suckling pig. I say in a low voice, look, Joshua, Joshua, you've got to, like, remember, this will be, movements take time. Yeah, I I know, I know. It's just, like, it's a whole pig, you know? That's kind of of gross. Um, Big Tim looks over at you guys, uh, and he says, um, oh, you're back. Uh, That's great. Hey, hey, I've been missing you guys. It's really hard to account for, like, the difference in servings and, um... (laughs) I'm so uh, glad we can add that balance back in your life. Yes. How was how was the trail rations? Did they serve you well? Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Incredible. Uh, And they sustained us at some of our darkest moments. Hey, Big Tim, do you know what elf pudding is? Elf pudding? Um, So let's give a roll to see if Big Tim knows what elf pudding is. Does he have, like, a special knowledge culinary? Yeah, knowledge culinary check, yeah. Uh, I've never heard of that. What is it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I take it out. It takes some time. But I take it out, and I'm like, it smells like fruit. But we were wondering if maybe elf meat smells like fruit. 
So well, I've never butchered an elk before. That'd be gruesome. Yeah. I uh, let me let me take a let me take a whiff of that. Um, he uh he picks up your what is it a barrel or what it's is a barrel? Elk can. Okay. Can or yeah. It's a wooden can of elf pudding. Uh, and he takes a a tiny spoon uh, and he samples it. He kind of um. I, I'm detecting some uh, some plum, cinnamon, and uh, nutmeg. Uh, there's definitely some uh, some rice flour in here. Um, this is uh, this is pretty good. You know, it's uh, a little dense. You can tell that they they preserved it in some kind of um, I'm guessing like uh, maybe a, a, a potato potato um, like alcohol. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Do, do you know, uh, Big Tim? Do you think that this is something that might be marketable? Like as an economic resource. Uh, well, it's, it, I could use some improvement, but it's uh, pretty delicious. And uh, how long does it keep for? Do you know how old this is? Uh, we have no idea. We do not know, but I think it keeps very well. It does. Uh, and I turn to Bo Tendertoes and I say, this might be something that the goblins could make and sell. And if they, they were- do. They do make it. Um, oh, uh, the, uh, the elf pudding is... Uh, you should have asked me. I'm, I'm yeah, I just completely forgot about you, Bo. Um, sorry. <laughs> It's a, you know, it's a, it's a boiled pudding that's, um, that's no preserved in, uh, some sugared alcohol. Actually, you know, it's pretty much the one thing that that goblin liquor is any good in. You can't drink it, but it can make really good elf pudding. It's, um, fruit, you know, it's actually, it's from these, uh, cool fungal fruit growths that, um, are at the mouth of the underdark. Um, they're, they're really pretty delicious. They have a very plummy taste, just like, um, Mr. Mr. Big, Big Chef said. Yes. Um, well, in, in, in any case, we'll, we'll do what we can to set you up as some kind of a liaison with the town. Uh, and, and perhaps you could get them to uh, start their own marketing of uh, this is, is a viable consumer good. Uh, that's I mean, that's great to hear. It'd be so great, you know, for the goblin community if uh, can they rename it. What else put it? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it took us a long time to know whether and I'm still not 100 percent that this is definitely. And it's, you know, in all my 60 years, I've only seen one elf down there. Um, and, um, and they've been using he, that one elf to create all this pudding. Well, <laughs> he didn't last very long. Uh, yeah. they, did, they did eat him, but they did not make him <laughs> into elf pudding. Okay. That is good to know. Um, well, in any case, we must keep this in mind. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a great idea. They could, if, I mean, if you think this is something that just normal people would enjoy, then they can just pump this stuff out. They know how to farm uh you know, fungi. Again, yes, and I, it, it, it think, be great. I want to emphasize, you need to rename. I don't think people would be interested in goblin pudding either. <laughs> fungi pudding. How about that? No. We'll, we'll come up with something whimsical to call it that isn't quite a word for anything else. Uh, all right. That sounds fine to me. Um, yes. Great. Great. I mean, this is really heartening. We got the gold for the goblins and now we might be able to sell um, elf pudding as like a, this is great. He looks uh, really enthusiastic. Actually. Nice. Wonderful. Hey, so, Big Tim. Yeah. How how much do you know about the world of vegan colon, culinary arts? I've never heard this word, uh, vegan. So, this is somebody who you know is somebody who is very empathetic with animals. Okay. And so sometimes it makes them sad. Sometimes it's an all the time when they're killed um, and made into food. Okay. So, this person who has been... Um, gifted or cursed with the set of sensibilities that makes them so afraid of dead animals, um, have created actually very good food without using animals. Okay. okay. 
And this You're is Joshua. You're saying this is, a, this is some sort of a vegetable chef. Yes, yes. This is Joshua Joshua. He has some new ideas, and I think maybe, um, I think maybe you should hire him. He's much better than Gimini, at least. No. <laughs> well, wouldn't be hard. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to, uh, see if we can have someone who's really good at mincing vegetables and, uh, you know, prepping vegetables. Like that's great. I can and always. And he has experiments that he'd like to try. Food experiments. Ex- food experiments. That sounds dangerous. I, well, it's uh, not I run dangerous. a tight ship here. Okay. I'm I mean, just I saying maybe you give anyone. him a counter after hours and he tries something. A counter after Okay. Like, yeah. So just like once he's done with his cooking duties mm-hmm. for the day, he can have as a long counter. as he promises to like really clean up afterwards and like do all the dishes that he makes and yeah. uh, not get in the way of normal kitchen. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as. As long as it doesn't, I run a tight schedule. You know that, right? About- yeah, I know, I know. It's so tight. And so you've got to understand how good of a chef he must have been for me to ask you to take him on. Okay. Yes, and, and it would be something you could offer as an alternative to other things rather than in place of them. It would not crowd out all the wonderful dishes you already make. Yeah, maybe you can uh, make some side dishes or something. I'll have to taste uh, taste this stuff and see what he's uh, got going on. I give Big Tim a peppermint. Uh, oh, thank you. I love peppermints. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> he, uh, he pops it in his mouth. Where'd you get that? I just carry around presents for people. Um, um, that's, this is true. This is established in canon. Uh, Joshua Joshua says, um, I will not disappoint. Listen, you're go- I know you sound a little bit dubious about this whole, uh, you know, vegetable based cuisine thing. But I promise you're going to you're going to taste my corn chutney and you're going to say, what was I even doing ever putting anything but vegetables in chutney? I do think most chutneys are made with vegetables, so, like, it's not... That yeah, that's one's not, not crazy. That one's not particularly groundbreaking, but I've got, like, a lot of cool ideas about, like, vegetable sandwiches that are delicious and filling, and you don't even miss the cheese or meat I whisper, at all. I whisper, Big Tim runs a tight ship, so show him with your... So he'll judge you with his, your his taste buds, not with your all words. All right, I, yeah, no, no more big fancy words for me. I'm Joshua Joshua, and I'm known for my efficiency. I call um, him JJ. It makes more sense. Right, that makes sense. Uh, it has less syllables. Uh, wow. You can call. Yeah, I mean, I, I came to terms with that while you guys were down in that citadel. I thought about it. Uh, it does make a lot of sense. Um, you can call me JJ if you want. Um, now I'll just, I'll just, you know, learn how to respond to that. Okay. <laughs> this is JJ, Joshua, Joshua. Thank Thanks, you for Tim. for um, giving us your time, Dick Tim. We know, as you say, that you run a tight ship. I yeah, I do. Um. Yeah, speaking of, there's going to be, like, a kind of a banquet leader. Uh, someone told me that you guys wanted a feast well, in your an honor. And we were saying, yeah, we'd accept it, but we didn't request it. But, yes. Listen, I hear one murmur about a feast, and, like, it's on. I'm not going to, like, <laughs> okay. mess around. No, I, you know, of course I'm not. Uh, well, any, anyway, the, the prince was kind of sulky, and I figured we should get a lot of desserts out there anyway, since uh, he, he loves the sweets. Well, he was. He was looking around for you guys. I think he was kind of lonely. He came down here and visited me, but he was really in the way. So as politely as I could, I told him to, you know, uh, scram. battle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go find the prince and cheer him up. Yeah. Thank um, you, uh, the audience, Big Tim, and we will see you at dinner. And Joshua, I'll Joshua, see, here's I'll see you at dinner. Uh, yeah, you you start chopping. Fit. He, like, points over at a cutting station. He says, um, uh, Gemini can can uh, show you um, what what's going on over there. Do you all want to go visit Eli? Yeah. Let's do that. Gardens? 
seems a sad spot. That's true. He might be sitting on a bench, a stone bench, usually, if he's sad. Yeah. Not all the nice, cushy benches we have for him. Right. Unconsciously punishing himself. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You guys go go out to the gardens, uh, and sure enough, uh, you do find, Eli, the uh, weather is much nicer here. It is midsummer still, but since you guys are up in the mountains, it's uh, cooler. Eli is um, sitting next to like a a big bed of um, aromatic flowers on a stone bench by a um, by a fish pond. Uh, And he looks up when you guys come in and he uh, stands up and he says, uh, oh, thank goodness. I was wondering where you guys were. Everything turned out okay. Have you talked to my mom yet? Yes, she gave me a a boon that that works once. (laughs) Violet keeps coming back to this. Is that not good? I'm just saying I'm the sorry. other two boons last forever, but okay. I yes. mean, I could talk. I could talk. No, 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 no. I was just being lightening in the mood. She seemed really proud of you. Yes. Well, that's great. That's great. I did try really hard, and I mm-hmm. rode that horse as fast as I could, and I wasn't, you know, I don't think I'm scared of horses quite so much anymore, even though they're so big. They are very That big. is a huge step forward, and you have uh, a new set of weapons. You've had experience trying to engage in diplomacy with people who don't even understand your language. Yeah, they um, didn't go great, but you tried. But you've had experience <laughs> in it. And uh, you made use of your handkerchiefs. I mean, there are all kinds of things you did. Your calligraphy. You know, it did turn out that a lot of that stuff I brought was useful after all, he says, and he looks a little bit proud of himself. I know. Yes, indeed. And Big Tim told us that you were feeling a bit down. Um, is there, I know that Sildar died, and while I'm not sure how close you were, I know that he did serve as a, as a teacher to you, and I'm, I'm very sorry that that happened. Is that the source of your sorrow, or, or is there more? Well, I am a little bit sad about Sildar. I did know he was, like, really, really old, though, so, so it old. wasn't, he was super so old. old. <laughs> Um, so it wasn't like so it must have, it probably had... took him forever. <laughs> um, I yeah, like... I, I wouldn't know. I wasn't here when he died. Yeah. I mean, I am a little sad about that. He, you know, he was nice. He did float off kind of a lot, but you know, he liked birds and I, I like birds and other animals. And, um, my owl kind of puffs up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's kind of made me bummed out, but mostly I was just sad thinking about like, I'm kind of a lot less useful than I thought I was really. I give him the key to the city. Well, that's... I don't feel like I really earned this. Okay, well, somebody should fucking take it, because how do we divide it into three pieces? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. All right, never mind, Prince. Prince, you are useful. What did you do? We, 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 we did this. You led us there. You kept us going. You were not only useful, but instrumental. Well, thank you. I just, you know, I thought I was good at fighting, and I'm not. I guess I really... I just realized... How much I I need you guys, and then you you know you weren't here, and I was worried that maybe you got held up on the road since um you know as Cusie was riding back, she mentioned that they all got attacked by bandits, and I was just kind of I was kind of worried, and I just I don't know it's been it's been a tough couple of weeks, you know. Maybe you should get another dog. Oh, you think I should get a dog? Yeah. Oh, another dog, right? Because of the backstory yeah. about my dog dying. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that now. Wow. Well, there are there are two. In addition to perhaps acquiring another dog, there are two things you should know. One is that we will always be here for you, I and mean, 
as long uh, if we ever leave your side, it will not be for a protracted period of time. And two is that you are young yet. You are young and still learning and coming into your own. You have so much time to really become who you think you want to be. But as we've told you, you are very, very important and good just as you are currently. Well, thank you. That's really nice of you to uh, to say, Elsmere. I think Valeria kind of awkwardly nods at him in a way that's maybe meant to be encouraging. Maybe it's not. <laughs> but it's from Valeria, so it should mean something to him. He should know her well enough by now. I wow. Hope. Thank you, Valeria. That really means a lot, the nod. I don't know what it means. It's very cryptic. But it means I'll... an angel just got its wings. Is what an it angel got its wings, I guess. And, uh, you know, my, my heart got a pair of wings, too. I'm sorry. That was really cheesy. Um, it, but it that was cute. Oh, it's, it it was adorable. Um... Sorry, that that was me talking. Valeria wouldn't be like, oh, Eli, out loud. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Um. just, just th- thanks, guys. I mean, you really, I mean, you guys have mostly just been hanging out with me at the palace. And, like, that's, I mean, I realize that a lot of people have jobs that are a lot worse than that. But hanging out in that sunless citadel was pretty horrible. I wouldn't you call guys, it hanging out, but well, yes. Well, I mean, so like, you know, being in there and fighting and everything, that's pretty horrible. And you guys were still with me. And I just, I really appreciate it that even when times got tough and you could have just like, you could have just ditched me down there, really. You could have just left. I wouldn't have been able to stop you. You still, um, you know, you were still uh, there with me. So, so thank you. Um, You're most welcome. And, and thank you for being there for us. I, I did what I could. I take out the bloody handkerchief, Clara. Okay. <laughs> it's covered with my blood, but I put it into a very compact thing. Okay. On my on my travel there, because it took a couple days. Nice. And it's like covered in a kind of resin. Okay. And it's it's made into a necklace. <laughs> um, that's a big necklace. It's not. I only I put I compacted it. It's like the size of a quarter. As you okay. can see, Prince Eli. Um. Violet has memorialized her recovery from filth fever. Um, no, this was this was because of when he saved me. Oh, um, okay. It's memorializing that. That's disgusting. I'm glad. Yeah. That makes more sense. No, <laughs> it's not because I'm better. It's because you, you, when you came and you got covered in my blood and I was dead for the second time and very, very, very close to being dead, dead. Um, you saved me, so that's why I kept my bl- this bloody bloody handkerchief and it's covered in resin so it won't stink or anything but it's kind of shiny um wow that, thanks this really he does uh he brightens up that he says uh, i guess i did help out more you did than I felt you I didn't did. have to do that not most people wouldn't do that of that was course i had important. to do that i would have been really sad if you died well that's nice um she looks awkward yeah <laughs> i mean it like you're really you know you guys have sort of been my only friends, so it's it's been really, you know, I'd be really sad if I lost you guys. And we will remain so, and I'm sort of sensing the awkwardness from Violet, so I change the subject. Um, do you know who is to be your new teacher? I think it's, um, I think it's, uh, Mr. Mr. Farmer. And yes. uh, also, um, His Eileen. name is, um, Daniel. Daniel? <laughs> I, that's not what I remember him saying. <laughs> I, think, I think you might have misremembered. I remembered him being called David Farmer. I think Daniel is the best. <laughs> oh, no, is he show up now? 
Oh, uh, shit. Do we no, say you have to times? say his name three times. Okay. In any case. Uh, yeah, yeah, what is it, Valeria? I was able to uh, sense Daniel Farmer's motives, and he appeared to have been telling the truth about not having killed Sildar, but he does have um, all of those minions, so I think that we should be careful. He uh, does seem like a pretty fishy character. Yes, all of us must be very careful around him. Uh, well, we'll do. I'll be. I'll be really careful because he does seem. I mean, he's kind of scary, honestly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll. This has really cheered me up, guys. Thanks for talking to me. You're welcome. Oh yeah. Um. So let's. Uh, we can go to the feast later, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So well, I we... think. Unless you guys wanted to do anything else. Um, okay. We're not going to play up the whole banquet, though, because nothing interesting was going to happen. Unless you guys were, like, going to pull some secret shit on David Farmer. Is he going to be oh. there? Oh, of course he's going to be there. Should we... Do you all want to... Uh, I cast Obscuring Mist. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean... Well, you know what we could do now? My uh, my owl could spy on him. And then tell That's me idea. what's going on with him. Yeah, be careful. Oh, Clara, that's what I want to do. I want to go, I want to, um, I want the, I want Croaky. Oh, right, yeah. Right. You still have Croaky with you. I guess you've been, what have you been feeding him? Well, he's been in a sack. I've been feeding him all the food we have. And then we, okay. Yeah, so I take him, him, I take him up to my room and I close the door and I want to put my head on his head. What? <laughs> okay, so while Violet's having a heart to heart with the frog, uh. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You've got to roll an animal handling check or something. It's charisma, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, handling animal is a skill. Handle yeah. animal. 17. Okay. Um, The cro- croaky uh, just goes, rap, rap. He's uh, very angry. He tries to hop away from you as soon as you try to put your head on his head. <laughs> I, um, I throw my arms out and I, you know... I did some research on bullfrogs. <laughs> uh-huh. And I have, like, some some reeds that remind him of home. <laughs> okay. Where'd you get these reeds from on your garden? Um, you got it from the garden. All right. So maybe you pluck some reeds out of the fish pond. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, he, he croaks at you um, dispiritedly and uh, goes to hunker down in the corner. His skin has been looking uh, kind of dry recently. <laughs> Violet could totally create water in, ti- in like a tiny bathtub or something for him. I create water just on my floor. Okay. Messy. <laughs> the floor of your room is damp now, and Froki yeah. uh, looks a little bit less dry though. He's uh, he still croaks at you. He swells up his chest and goes rap rap. Um, I put my head on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Uh, that's you're not gonna be all right. Not not right now. I'll keep in mind that you're trying to um. <laughs> the friend to woo frog. You're trying to, to woo, woo the, the tree frog. Yes. Uh, it's not working today. You know, we can also try growing some vegetation that the that the frog likes and create like a little nook for it in the garden. Yeah, we can make a little thing for him. It just won't happen before dinner. Right. It just won't happen before dinner. I pat him on the head with mage hand. Okay. You pat him on the head with mage hand. He uh just squishes himself into the corner. He's just like a like a puddle of frog on the ground, like put my head on his head. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alright. Violet's trying to do that. What are, are does anyone else want to do anything? Yes, um I am talking to my owl. 
I tell him that he should try to uh, secret himself into David Farmer's tower. Okay, okay. All right. Um, so should I roll for that or anything? No, I'll just keep it in mind. Uh, okay. Because you guys, it's going to be, uh, uh, like, years until okay. the next adventure, so. Yeah. Um, um, I give him some, you... some, some insects. Oh, my gosh. The frog you, you doesn't what? like you yet. Yeah, I'm just... Is this going to get Violet over her fear of swarms? No. That's no. something I take with me for life. That's to see, but it's like you really care about this frog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still don't know why you want to put your head on its head. Clara, when it happens, you'll understand and we'll be connected. Okay. <laughs> um, Valeria, did you want to do anything? Well, does anybody have like a recommendation about what I should do? Oh, get somebody to um, get... You might be a good reason to talk to David Farmer about that that um, that potion you don't know what it is, that crystal vial, and oh, yeah. you didn't tell us about it. Yeah. Well, could she use knowledge local to try to find, like... A, a some... different wizard? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you could do that if you don't well, trust David Farmer. I'll, I'll roll a knowledge local check, let me see. Okay. Um, and I rolled a six, so that's a 12. Um, sure, it's, this is not a hard check. Um... There's a there's a local wizard that you know of. I mean, you should know of more because there's definitely more than one in Calbridge. But currently, searching your mind, you can only think of one. There's a a wizard by the name of uh, Rolf Goodberry. Is he trustworthy? What do I know about him? Um, you don't know much uh, with that check. You do know he's a wizard. He's not super duper powerful. Um, he gets by by uh, selling uh, assorted wizardly shit. <laughs> is that the name of his store? Right. Assorted uh, wizardly shit. I love it. You're doing this by yourself, right? Because this is your something you're keeping to yourself, right? Yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm going to keep it to myself. Okay, uh, so um, Valeria, then I guess you uh, make your way down to uh, Rolf Goodberry's store. It's down on the um, sort of close to the banks of Lake Lauren. It's uh, it's open because it's um still day and um. He's standing there just behind the counter. And when you come in, he says, um, um, hello, uh, did you want some wizardly shit? I'm Rolf. Good. Yeah, I have some wizard. Um, oh, cool. Do you want to do like a trade then? Maybe do you want to trade well, your I wizardly would, shit? I would like your opinion on what you think that this is worth. Okay. Uh, sure. I have the vial and I, I would I would like to know what it is and what it's worth. Sure. Let me let me take a look at that. He uh, takes the vial, he pops open the top, and he uh, gives it a, a whiff, and he says, um, "Whoa, this is some um, magically bad poison." Nope. Oh, we didn't just take it in a moment of desperation. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this is some uh, super super deadly poison. Um, I don't know. It's worth whatever poisons are worth, which is uh, some amount of money. I mean, not very much, because I can kill people with pretty much anything. She could put it in her hairpin. Balladonna or aconite or, you know, any of those things. Lead, if I have long enough. You know, if I set off, like, um, if I lit a fire in someone's camp tent and I was burning uh, kerosene or something, I could give them carbon monoxide poisoning. You know, there's lots of ways to kill people. Um. Yeah, Thank you. I, I think that I will keep it, but um, here's a gold piece for your time. Oh, well, thank you very much. That's uh, that's great. Miranda, just so you know, that poison, you can treat it as though it's uh, Lang's Tears. It's a contact oh. poison. Okay. 
Cool. All right. So that's that's neat. So, yeah, like Rachel just said, you could put that in your hairpin if you wanted to. Yeah, would be badass. Yeah, (laughs) totally. And then it'd be like even cooler because we didn't know you had poison. And then you just be like, "Mm, yeah, that's that's right. I have poison in my hair now. Very cool. Um, One other thing I wanted to there's this random like alchemical um, thing uh, called golden maple leaves that half elves cultivate on these little tiny elaborately twisting twisting trees in the city and what they do is they um they make it easier to uh to craft things i just thought it might be fun to uh to plant it now because they only mature with these fancy leaves every three years and so then during the time skip it's maturing and i can pour some of that uh that fast growing uh plant stuff on it that we got from the bugbear um yeah sure Cool, and I could put it in the garden in the place where we hang out with the prince, so it's like this pretty tree that we can all share together. That'd yeah, be that'd be cool. Okay, sweet. So I uh, I plant this tree. Before- there you go. Yeah, that'll uh, make it grow, whatever I said, like twice as fast or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, that's that's going to be awesome. And I guess the other thing, just, just so you know, the golden maple leaves are something uh, that most half-elves know about. And technically, I'm pretending to be a fetchling, but let's just say that I've kind of like started building contacts with people in the city and, and maybe with half-elves who don't know I'm a half-elf, but I understand half-elves well enough that we kind of vibed with each other. Yeah, I don't think anybody keeps up with Ooh. what. Or will they, Clara? Someone knows. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Shit. I heard you earlier. Were you rolling a bunch of dice when we were talking to Eli, Clara? When I, oh, no, no, no. Then I was just rearranging my dice, but I did well, roll something just then. Um, that t- told me that someone did notice that um, you're doing something very unfetchling like. Okay. okay. All right. I figured nobody would know since like. Someone knew. Um, someone. I go and do you talk to the ladies in waiting. Uh, sure, if you want to. <laughs> and they think that I'm part of a big evil cabal. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Why? Because I just I just lied to them so that they would give me presents like favors and stuff Um, (laughs) to threaten them. To threaten. (laughs) Violet. All right. Yeah. The three ladies in waiting are uh, Calais, Tish, and Neve. Yeah. Um. They're. I'm not like mean to them. They just think that I'm like casually involved in like a big evil cabal. You know. Roll a roll bluff check to represent all the previous lying that you've done to see if any of them know that you're full of shit. Um. So that is, oh, wow, I rolled a 19 plus. Okay, they didn't roll good enough. Okay, well, it's also plus, like. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, is I know that you have a lot of pluses, so what they rolled isn't good enough. Okay. They just believe you're part of some weird shadowy cabal. Okay, and so I nod to them, and. Okay. And they give me some magic stuff. No! trying to play they don't have magic stuff to give you and that's not even how that would work anyway <laughs> all right this is i'm making the decision you guys don't have any more stuff to do it's, we're done now next time i just asked them something. to look into who server bradford is to, uh that, that you can't ask them why not what do they know about that i'm they just saying asking them to get somebody on it um, we only listen to the queen. Sorry, uh, Neve says. Then what Don't was the point us. of telling you I was part of a big evil cabal? <laughs> listen, I we have to do whatever the queen says, and you're not the queen, no matter who uh, you're serving in terms of evil stuff. You know, you're really lucky we don't tell the queen about how evil you are. I'm not evil. Because I bet she would have you executed. I'm not evil. 
Well, now how do I know what's... Mm. Get out of this. I just leave. <laughs> Rachel. It's just a tiefling of... skill I've not used yet. This um, is true. All right. Okay. Well, next time you'll have some fun time skip adventures. But for now, uh, you end the day with the delicious feast put on by Big Tim. And uh, you do notice a few side dishes that seem to you to be vegan. It's good to know that that Big Tim's given him a shot. We did our first adventure. Yes, we did. Did we do good, Clara? On a scale of 1 to 10, how good did we do? Uh, You did progressively better as it went on. This is true. I'll I'll accept that as a fair answer. Except for the the bullshit that Rachel tried to pull right now at the end. Putting her head on frogs. You were just like, (laughs) do whatever you want. I was meant if it was important. What's up with that gift? I can only use it once. I listen. I tried to give you guys gifts that I thought you would like, and I did my best. And I guess I messed up with violence, but they can't all, you know, be the best. I guess. So why can't I just have two charges? (laughs) (laughs) That's not what it is. Hello, hello, Rachel here. Hope you enjoyed our first adventure. It means so much that you stayed with us to this point. Uh, Starting now, we will be going full homebrew. Clara will start digging into the larger story she has planned for us. Eli, Elsmere, Valeria, and Violet will return next episode, almost one year older, and none too the wiser. As always, if you could review us on iTunes, it would really help us out. Thank you to those who have followed us on Twitter. To add yourself to that prestigious number, you can find us at Fantasy Thatcast. We're also on Tumblr at fantasythatpodcast.tumblr.com. Alrighty, see you soon.